Hello, you speakers. I'm George. And I'm not Katza. I'm Javier. Oh, my God. Where <laughs> is Katza, Javier? Uh, Katza is still getting over her illness. And we hope she comes back real quick because this is her baby. And her baby's growing up without a mom. Oh, gosh. Katza, you better you better come back ASAP. We might ruin this for you. Uh, I hope not. A little, a little late for that. <laughs> but come back anyway. Oh, God. A little too late for that, right? <laughs> All right. Hey, guys. Today, we're going to debunk myths part two. We'll be the Mythbusters for language learning. That's it. So welcome. Stay tuned. And we're still the same non-famous people, George and Javier, but we're going to be Mythbusters today. Oh. I speak English. No. We speak English. No. They speak English. No. With us, you speak English. Yay! An English-speaking podcast where you will find lots of content to help you with your daily practice of English and have fun. Just as natives do. Listen to interviews and native speakers talking about everything and anything. Because with us, you speak English. Welcome to another episode of the You Speak English podcast. Thank you for hitting that play button and subscribing to our podcast channel. Remember, you can download the script for this podcast. The link is in the description box below. George, tell us, what are some of the topics that we're going to debunk today? Oh, my God. You want to dive into the meat today, right? Right? I, Straight, no time right? to waste. No time oh to waste. I, I got All a right. date. It's, it's called <laughs> Children Learn Their First Language, First Language Effortlessly. That means Spanish, right? Yeah. Uh, whether it's English or Spanish, whatever you may, their first language, they learn it with no problem at all. What do you think? True or false? Or uh, maybe not. I don't call it a problem. I just call it a process. You know, it, uh, it, everybody, everybody in their native language. Uh, well, there's a process, don't you think? It's 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 a natural process. I, I think it starts at a very 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 young age. You know, it's in terms of memorizing, not memorizing, but acquiring patterns. Acquiring, acquiring patterns for children. Because there's a difference between learning and acquiring well, acquisition is, uh, here. Uh, phonics, which is number one, I think. Uh -huh. I, I think those are the main factors, and uh, it's just a process. It's a process. It's it's also about their brain development. Okay, there is a stage of development for the brain for every child, for every human. So I think it it's not a matter of if it's effortlessly. I think it happens uh -huh. naturally. I think so too. Now you got to keep in mind that children are when they're born, they're wired. Their brain is wired differently. Okay, uh, <clears throat> they're pretty much they have receptors all over the place in their brain that stimulate. As they're stimulated, they grow even more. Also, on the downside, the ones that are not stimulated so much, then they will not grow as much. So as they grow into puberty, well, maybe they're not very good at all kinds of learning. However. You know, those other aspects can be re-simulated, so don't be so hard on yourself as an adult learner. There is something called LAD, right? What is that called, George? Language acquisition device. Okay, what does that mean? Well, there's, there's, like you mentioned there, where the brain is wired in a way. Remember, as a child, the brain is in a stage where they're, it's, it's, uh, it's molding. It's it's uh, taking shapes for different parts of you know of be it language side. So, uh, hearing mainly here it's a language. So at this stage, that part of the brain, you know, it's it's a part where children acquire language more easily. 
than than uh, adults. Okay, and there's a proven study that this LAD language acquisition device starts diminishing, you know, by the stage of the beginning of puberty. And then after that, I mean, it, it doesn't mean that they, you know, after that you don't acquire it, but it's more of a stage of uh, learning, combination of mm -hmm. learning and acquisition. Exactly. Yeah. You're absolutely yeah. right in that aspect. If there is a, there are studies that if they don't learn language at the early stages, they might not learn it at all. So think of it as a child that was like Tarzan, you know, that, that grew up with monkeys. He might just learn monkey. You know, <laughs> they don't, they don't develop that. It just, it's gone. All right. I don't know. I don't know. No, no offense to any monkeys out there that are listening to us, but you know, that's I don't know. There was a monkey language. <laughs> I hope there is. I'm sure there are. I you mean, know, now that you mentioned it, I think I've seen it sometimes. You know, it's sometimes yeah, at some I, football games. I seen, I seen, I heard, I seen people speak squirrel. Remember that? <laughs> don't go there. Don't go there. Squeakity squeak, squeaking. <laughs> All right. Okay. okay so. You know, uh, so that was about, you know, first language, you know. Okay, good. What's the second one? Okay, it that is... one, number two is young learners learn language more easily than older learners. You know, younger people learn language easier, faster than adults. What do you think? Um, well, it, 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 let's uh, let's define what's older. We're, I'm going to base myself here in older adults, okay, because there's uh -huh. a stage of teenagers and there's a lot of controversy there. Mm, there. Okay, but let's talk about uh, children and adults okay mm -hmm. well it's it's different i think it's it's all about input and uh -huh. immersion and usually children learn uh by immersion through immersion i would say mm -hmm. so that means that they're exposed to the language more than adults take a for example Javier, take a take a a, a child have him you know uh he's a, he recently arrived in the united states or canada or an english-speaking country it's more likely that he's going to spend Many hours at school. At Exposed. school. Yeah, exactly. Playground. Playground, kids. <laughs> He's going to be totally immersed and exposed to the language. Whereas, and mentioning the LAD, language acquisition device, he's wow. going to hit a home run in terms of uh, phonics. He's going to sound <laughs> native, native-like, right. you know, very, very soon. It doesn't mean that adults will not learn. It's just a matter of time exposure. Usually, uh, parents or an adult, you know, does mm -hmm. not go to school. He goes to work living in the United States. I'm talking about the situation where it's very different learning, uh, learning, okay, not acquiring learning a language in, in a country where English is not the target language. In this case, right. we're recording this in Mexico. So a student in Mexico, the process is different. We try to Simulate it as much as possible, but now mm -hmm. let's go in the in the situation where a situation where an adult is living in the states. Okay, so conditions are variable. If this adult is spending most of his time at work, and the kind of job also makes a difference. If he's uh, probably a mechanic, a carpenter, a construction worker, well, he most likely will be exposed uh, to his native native uh, language. All right. all right. Spanish right. in this case. So probably not learning will happen there. Okay. He will pick up some words here and there, but not as, 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 as a child. Right. In addition, uh, uh, George, in addition to yeah. that, an adult that is, has traveled to the United States or Canada to improve their lifestyle, takes their family. They're probably not required that much of communication. You know, they might work in a construction industry or driving and they'll mm -hmm. learn survival. You know, they'll, yeah. they'll learn to get by. 
And if they yes, come home, or... they might tune into something radio station in their native language in Spanish yeah. or watch a telenovela, you know, because they miss it. So, and I've seen it happen. And I, I saw oh, yeah. it happen, Javier. I, when I live in the United States, uh, Javier, I, I, I <laughs> met many people who, uh -huh. to my surprise, had been uh -huh. living there for decades. And their English oh, was very, very poor. I said, oh, my God, how can this be? And it's exactly because of what we're talking about right now. They lived in the Spanish-speaking community, especially the <laughs> Latino community. And there was no need. There was uh -huh. no need for them to uh, speak uh, speak the language, speak uh -huh. English. Okay. Exactly. But we're at, okay. But now let me go to the, the, this, other, this other aspect. Javier, the question, what about a professional, you know, somebody in Mexico traveling to the, you know, moving to the States or Canada or England, would it be different for him? Would he be just speaking basic English or for him, it would be a different experience? I think if you were, for example, a doctor and you got a job somewhere in Canada or, or another native English speaking country, you would have to learn to interact in a different uh, levels levels of English. Learn to interact with, in a formal way, in an informal way with patients, in a formal way with colleagues. So you might have an, a greater opportunity, no guarantee, but a greater opportunity at least to interact in such a way that you can develop your language even better. Now, keep in mind, none of these times you will be given feedback because for most of those cultures, uh, correcting someone's English is considered rude. So if you're mm -hmm. saying something wrong, unless you pick up on it, you probably will keep saying it wrong, you know? Think of it like uh, when you have people that uh, Americans that are here in Mexico and they don't learn to conjugate. They say, yo, yo, querer, yo, buscar. And no one ever helps them out in that aspect because we say, well, we get what he's saying, you know. So they they do learn yeah. mistakes that eventually do become fossilized. And that makes it harder, too, as opposed to a child who they might have a teacher that says, well, we don't say it this way. We might say it this other way. Or you have enough exposure or you self-correct. Yeah, but you know, I think. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Most of these professionals, if they want to work in any of these countries, it's 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 uh, it's already a given that they have to have a certain degree of of you know advanced oh, yeah. at least upper intermediate or advanced English when they arrive, don't they? Oh, totally. Uh, I'll give you a perfect example. Just a few days ago, I was watching an interview with Diego Luna. Uh, 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 based on his uh, his Netflix series, which I haven't watched, you know. Oh, know. Me you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I don't want to say the name, okay? But I remember Diego Luna. The first time he was ever in a in a talk show was with Conan O'Brien, and his oh, English yeah. like like was adequate at best. In this interview he did recently with the same Conan, is just very good. His English has improved a great load. Yeah, totally. Now, of yeah. course, this he has to improve his level of of English because. He did Rogue One, didn't he? He did a Star Wars movie. Of course, he did. He, had, he, did. he would have to have improved his language at, at some very point in his life to, to be able to give even better roles. Yet and yet, we've talked about this, and it's not bad. It's even great. It's even good because it gives that person that special pers personality right. accent. He still totally. kept his accent, which is good. Oh. Which, which you know, I'm happy for that because many people, what they do is they they try to hide the accent because it's it's mm. it's bad. They think it, it you know might be bad. Well, it depends on the community where they're at, right? Right. But usually that's good. You know, if you keep your your Hispanic accent, it's not a bad thing. <laughs> your English can be perfect, you know, close to perfect. I mean, but uh -huh. you know, uh, 
But you know, also Javier, on 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 the uh, on the other hand, I do have to admit that there might be different places, uh, regions where if your accent is different, they uh -huh. might oh they might it's you know differently, right? look at you funny. They might look at you funny like <laughs> he's not from around here, right? Yeah, from where are you, son? <laughs> right, but, you know, it, it's you're lost or what, boy? <laughs> Isn't it like about social expectations, uh, George? Because look. I have never heard anybody say like, well, I like George, but he's got that that French accent that everybody hates. Uh-huh. Hmm. Nobody hates a French accent. Why? Well, yeah, I know. So <laughs> Girls what's wrong love with it. Latino? Come Wait, on. hold on. I, I've heard, I don't know, you know, uh, all you women out there me, listening to us. I don't us. know what you're talking to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the French one too. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. Girls love I have it. No, I on. have no comment there. <laughs> oh, you know, he's got that British accent that you know girls hate. Of course they don't. <laughs> or you know, he's got that uh, George, he's got that Indian accent this girls just love. <laughs> Let me try to told you a little bit into language learning. I know girls love it. <laughs> oh okay, my please God. don't kill me for I, this. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if we should go there, but okay. <laughs> Okay, the point number three, George. What's another? What's the other one, man? We're, I even forgot. What's the next one? Yeah, intelligent, intelligent people are better at learning languages. Uh, I don't think so. I, I think it's all depending on. I don't. I think it's a different kind of intelligence. I don't think it's the IQ, the typically person that thinks, oh, he's good at math, or mm -hmm. I think he's he's going to be great at, at languages. I think it's about. It's, it's not even about the capacity of, you know, analysis and critical thinking. It's got nothing to do with that. I think it has to do with emotional intelligence, how patient yeah. a person can be, how consistent that person can be. So uh, I think it's about that. It's not about intelligence. It's about consistency and being patient and, you know, just say in other words and not giving up. It's, it's, it's hitting it. You know, totally. it's being there all the time. Yeah. I think totally. intelligence could help. A little bit in, in terms of analysis of the language, observation. But it's it's not it's not it's it, it will make. I don't think it's a factor. I think the the drawback to to being a very intelligent person is that you might not work as hard, so and you might half-ass it a little bit in terms of like, yeah, I get it. I don't I don't need I don't need to study. I don't need to go over my notes. I don't need to take that notes. I'll just pick it up as I go along. So yeah, yeah. in the long yeah. run, it will probably might just take you a little bit longer. Let me let me think. Have a, what you know? I know many intelligent people, and they're learning languages. And I think, fortunately, they have a combination. They're intelligent, but they also have that emotional intelligence, and they they learn it. Whereas I've met also intelligent people, but they're so intelligent, they're so they're too analytical, and they're too they're too self critical, and they analyze every single thing about the language, and they want to analyze the Which grammar, the, small, noun, right? the structure, and it makes yeah, exactly. Huh. It, it, then it's like. They they just you know uh, obsess with the grammar, uh, exactly. and it it just stops them from being fluent. I've and yeah, I've met those. I think you have too. I think so too. And now think of it this way: and what what do you want with your English? You know, think of it as a karate lesson. You know, everybody knows the katas. You know, the the forms that we do. Have you ever seen anybody fight on the street with katas? You know, like blocking like in karate. No, I don't know what you, that you, is, but <laughs> you know where they go like, like, <laughs> like uh, you know? I don't know. That means like you're blocking something with your arm, arm, and then you block by moving both oh. your arms at the same time, you know, or doing a high kick. Uh, no, most of the time we choose our language depends on our personal needs. 
not to a certain expectation. And, you know, if you're good at jumping, then you, by all means, try a high kick. But if you're not, you're probably not going to try it. You'll probably work around it. And that's yeah. another aspect of intelligence, working around what you have available in terms of what you want to do with what you have. Okay. I have another one here. Uh, grammar study is detrimental to second language acquisition. Exactly. Listen to the word acquisition over here. What do you think about that? Uh, just like I mentioned, that's a good, very good point in terms of, for example, I I have taken martial arts along my life with several different aspects of martial arts, you know, jiu-jitsu, karate, taekwondo, uh, even boxing now. Um, I don't know the names for any, every move. I don't know. I don't remember. There's Kasikatame, which is Scarf Cold, which is one of my favorites in, in Judo. But do I know all the names of the moves in Judo? I don't. I know how to do them. So I might not be a good Judo teacher, you know, but I could probably show you some moves. But I, I try to pick up uh, self-defense in terms of what I feel I need. Grammar helps you understand why you're doing it, but it doesn't have to go into yeah. such a way that, you know, you memorize every single little thing. Like, believe me, you don't want to be a language teacher. No, no, no. We don't, no. We don't make a lot. <laughs> it's fun, but we don't make a lot. Why yeah. do you think we're doing this podcast, guys? Exactly. We want to see if we, 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 we hit the Joe Rogan, you know, rating here. <laughs> Probably. Or if you care to help but, us out, we got a PayPal Javier, account. <laughs> you know, Javier, you let, let me go back to that grammar part. Um, you you say that because you learned English living in the United States. You were right. totally immersed, so it wasn't you you acquired it in a certain way. You didn't have to learn the grammar rules as some schools you know teach you here in right. in, in Mexico. We have to learn the rules. And I, I'm not against the grammar rules because I think it gets to a point where yeah. You students have to be aware, listen to the word we're saying, aware of the grammar. Right. But it, it have to get it has to get to a point where they're aware of it, but then start using it in a and, very and natural manner. In such in a, yeah. kind of way, right? Like yeah, don't think yeah, about yeah. It. Just do Not it. totally think, you know, every time that you're talking, like now I have to speak in the simple past. And how Wait do I find the simple now? I'm going to use the future oh continuous God. form. I think that it has you can't. <laughs> There's no way anybody can speak a language thinking in terms of the kind of grammar he or she is going to be using. Now, th but think of it this way, okay, guys? Uh, we'll top it off with that. You speak Spanish perfectly, don't you, George? Claro que sí. Okay. Uh, do you know the gram Spanish grammar? Could you help me with that? Let me get Google. Give me a sec. <laughs> Could you help me, for example, with uh, cuando es ser y cuando es estar? Because it's verb to be in English. I think you, I think, I think I lost <laughs> you there for a minute. Uh, I think it's my microphone out there. Oh, but, but, wait, 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 okay, sorry. Oh, we're gonna have to let that go, George. Okay, don't worry about it. <laughs> I understand. Wink, wink. All right, okay. Hey, you anybody idea, right? I'm listening, okay, you, you asked me that question, but. To all your listeners out there, do you guys know your grammar in Spanish? I don't like think Javier so. is asking. I don't think so. I don't. Th there you go. <laughs> no, I have taught Spanish and I do remember some of the rules, but not all of them. I don't. I don't think I need them. <laughs> okay. I know. I know yeah. one rule, Javier. What? Be on time, Mister Sabaleta. <laughs> there you go. Be consistent. <laughs> be on time. Be consistent, and stick to what your goal is. And the last one. Right, George? Now, yeah. some, people, some people say that immersion, 
It's the best way to learn language. I got to go to the country. I got to move to the United States to learn English well. I think it's a great way of learning, but it's not the best way. I mean, it's, it, it is, if you're asking me if it's the best way, I got mixed feelings about that. Okay. Because yes, I think it's a great way of learning a language. It's not the only way. Is it the ideal? Yes, it is. It would be the ideal way of learning the language. Considering the conditions, if you know why you're going there, uh, if you're going to immerse yourself in the language, we talked about that, right? Interact. If you're going to be in a community interact. where you're going to be speaking and listening to English all the time, and it's intentional, and you uh, have an intention of improving it and taking yes. risks and are there for several years, yeah, yeah. It's not the only way because, you know, uh, we try to simulate the conditions when you're learning wow. a language, uh, for instance, here in Mexico. And wow. the, why, why do you think we tell them, guys, you have to watch movies in English and only with closed captions, no subtitles in Spanish, uh, listen to music, listen to this podcast, because we're trying to uh, simulate as much as we can that immersion aspect of the acquisition of language to a point where you're listening to English so for so long and for such you know long periods of time that you you learn the patterns of of sentences it gets to a point where you listen to somebody else saying something you know grammatically incorrect for instance the words don't they, they don't they're not in the right order or using mm. a wrong word for something and People have that, and I've, I've met many people and students uh, basically to say, I don't know, it just doesn't sound right. That means that they don't know the grammar rule, but their brain recognizes it doesn't sound right, right exactly. because of that, because they've listened to the right way for such a long time that their brain immediately you know, clicks in and say, uh oh, there's a mistake there, but I don't know why. Okay, now, red flag, red flag. It works the other way around, too, okay? George and I grew up in the United States, not together, but we did grow up in the United States. And I remember uh, about a year after I graduated from high school, came down to Mexico, and I started teaching. It was my, actually my first job ever. And I remember with my friends in high school, we could say a sentence like, like that goes like this, you know? Hey, you, where's George? And I could say, you know, I, I seen him yesterday. And that was a very that's a very common phrase. I seen him yesterday, and when I started mm -hmm. teaching, my students would say, "Don't you mean you saw him yesterday?" And I'm like, "No, I seen him yesterday. That's the way it sounds right to me. That's the way I was uh -huh. heard it. I heard it wrong all my life. So mm -hmm. it's totally. a combination, guys, of yes, being immersed, but you have to get some grammar going there and not and have different aspects of input. You know, maybe totally. my my Mexican friends were saying it wrong all this time." And nobody ever hey, told them. You're hanging around with the wrong crowd. They say, I was, yes, hey, yes, sir. Hey, Where are you going? <laughs> well, I got wrong it wrong. crowd, man. So, yeah, it's like uh, it's like when uh, foreigners come into this country and the first thing they ever learn is no manches. Yeah. <laughs> Do you I notice know. that? They don't even know what that means. Okay, but they got it wrong. They got All it right. right. They're using it. All right, All guys. Right. Well, I think that that's us, it for today, right, Javier? That brings us to the end of our podcast. Oh, my God. Well, everybody, that's all for today. And a big thank you to everyone who tuned in. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider subscribing to our channel and 
sharing with your friends, really. All right. We want, we want, we want to, you know, uh, get a, spread the a love. Good, spread the love. Yeah. We're going to get love from you and from Spotify and YouTube. Okay. Eventually. We need that love. We also have a YouTube channel where you can find the video version of this podcast. We would love to hear your thoughts. So feel free to leave a comment on our videos. Additionally, we have a website where you can find articles about practicing and learning English. You can find us on social media under at USPK English, which the one with it's the one with the yellow logo, all right? And we're active on all platforms except for X, Twitter, and Threads. For now, for now, where we'll get there. And remember, perfect practice makes perfect. Right, guys. All right. Until Hasta next time. Vista. See you next time, you guys. Catch you later. Thank you for subscribing to our podcast channel and click on the follow button so you can get notified when we upload new episodes. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. And please visit our website at youspeak.com.mx where you can get free access to our blogs and other content developing every week just for you.